When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks for joining us for another PHNX Suns postgame show. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. We are leaving a five-star review for the Phoenix Suns tonight, who took down the Sacramento Kings 120-109. to And our three kings balled the F out tonight. Let's go. What a phenomenal win. This sexy sax. Hit him one time. Let's go. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> that feel good music. Oh, my goodness. This that, is a great one. Oh, my gosh. That was such a fun game to watch. Like, um, our producer tonight is Shane Diefenbach, the mustache behind the mat. Oh. He was like, DJ. are the sons Father. fun again? Yeah. And they're absolutely yeah. so much fun again. It's amazing what... Having Devin Booker fully healthy back into the lineup can do for a team. Absolutely. And yes, Ibog, I will get to that because I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, th- this this was probably one of the funnest games of the season. Totally. Just because, I mean, we had all three heads of the snake ball the fuck out yeah. tonight. And it was fun to watch. Yeah, there were some sloppy things that you can, you can clean up for sure, but... We're not going to dwell on no, that tonight. we don't care about that. We are just going to celebrate the win. Oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. You know what? You know what they did? Win. Win, <laughs> win, win, win. Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. Let's go. That's right, Gerald Borgay. You know how to do it. <laughs> All right, let's start this game off by talking about those three kings, Devin Booker, DeAndre, and Chris Paul. They did the damn thing tonight. Uh, let's start with Book because I feel like it's safe to say that Book is officially back and fully healthy. And one of the reasons why I feel comfortable saying that is because he was driving to the basket all night long and it was so much fun to watch. It was. Well, I wish he would have taken a few more threes. <laughs> like was, two, Book? You couldn't have taken two threes was, and made them? It was phenomenal. Like phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> the, the groin's good. The hamstring's good. Uh, he was driving with authority, had a couple nice dunks. Like, I mean, it, it looked really good. And listen, he's 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 getting back into a rhythm still. I mean, but that's how good Book is. Like, mm-hmm. even when he's trying to get back into the rhythm, he's still <laughs> the best two guard in the league. Yeah. I mean, it was just so much fun to watch. Like, it, Devin is – Devin – holds a special place in all of our hearts for good reason, of mm-hmm. course. He makes Suns basketball fun. He brought a super team to us in Phoenix. Like, we'll get into the whole Kevin Durant thing a little later in the show, but God love Devin Booker on this Phoenix Suns squad. It is so much fun to watch. And tonight, uh, we joked about the threes. Devin did not attempt a single three-point no. bucket tonight, even though I desperately needed him to for my DraftKings uh, pick of the game, the bet I made tonight. But I digress. Uh, This is now the third time Devin has had 20 or more uh, points in a game without a three-point attempt. And uh, in those three games, his uh, high for points was 33. And tonight he had 32. So that's pretty impressive. Again, we we, we talked about it a little bit when KD came here. We talked about it a lot last year and really since Chris Paul got here. Like the MIDI committee is a real thing or the mm-hmm. MIDI city or the mid-range mafia or whatever the hell you want to call them. Uh, just show us your middies, basically, is what it is. <laughs> and it's beautiful to watch because Devin Booker mixed with Chris Paul. D- DeAndre was hitting the, that mid-range as well tonight. And then you're going to throw in Kevin Durant. It's just a beautiful, beautiful game when when you have guys that know how to play at such a high level. And tonight... They really showed that they could do it all together at the same time. Each one of them got their piece and elevated this team to an, to me, the, the game didn't feel like it was in much doubt. Even when the, the Kings cut it to like 
two or four yeah. or six. Like it just felt like the the Suns just had it. They had they were in control of this game from beginning to end. Which I think is what made this so much more enjoyable. Like like you said, even though the Kings were able to cut the lead down and get close, I never once felt unsure about the outcome of this game. I never once got nervous. I it was like last year when we joked that if you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker on oh, your it team, was not a joke. you're fine. I, there was, that was not a joke. Okay, that when was we, a million percent serious until we got to game seven. This is fair. <laughs> but it felt like that again. Yeah. Like this game, there was there was no insecurity whatsoever in my body. I wasn't unsure about anything. And I don't know how to feel about that. Like it's great, but it, I don't know how to act. Nah. Just embrace it. I mean, they're, they're just awesome. I mean, and when KD gets into the fold, it's just going to be even better. Yeah. I, it's just, man, I, I'm going to run out of things to say about how great this team is right now because they've, I mean, if you just go a month and a half ago back and you're thinking about the despair and the sadness that a lot of us were feeling Insane. about looking at this team and yeah, they were injured, but we were all hoping that they would hang on for dear life until everybody got healthy and they did. And now they're all healthy. I think we're back up. I want to say into the three spot now. We'll figure that out here in the show. But this team is is playing well together without some key pieces still in campaign. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Like, you have every reason to feel good, Suns fans. Every reason. Because all those haters out there that were jumping in our chats <laughs> and talking about we good in the West. Loving our downfall. Mm. Oh, be careful. Yeah, better careful. watch out. Better watch out. All right. One last little nugget on Devin. Um, he officially moved into fifth place on the Suns all-time scoring leaderboard tonight. Uh, he is only behind in order Walter Davis, Alvin Adams, Kevin Johnson, and Sean Marion. I do think that catching Sean Marion and Kevin Johnson will be uh pretty easy for Book. Honestly, if he stays here for the rest of his career, it wouldn't surprise me if he was able to sit atop this. Walter Davis is is in first place with 15,666 points. Book has 12,061 points. Oh, he's going to pass Walter Davis, no problem, yeah. uh, easily. He, he'll probably pass him, what, next year? Next I mean, year? Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's no way that Book doesn't sit at the top no, of this list no. at some point in time Listen, in his career. Devin Booker's got four or five years left on his contract mm-hmm. um, on a Supermax deal that hasn't even kicked in yet. Um, he's the greatest son already of all time. He's going to go down to me in, in as the most successful son of all time because I do feel like he's got a couple finals runs in him still. And um, and you couple that with the way DA's playing, and you're starting to, you're starting to see why... If 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 this play persists and 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 we move forward a couple years, you're starting to see why there was so much excitement um, and hope for Da and Book together. You know they they had talked about Kobe and, and Shaq 2.0, which was 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 not fair. They, like like it, Book's not Kobe and Da is not Shaq, but they can be every bit as good in terms of trying to get the, their their team to a championship level, and they have done that. Mm-hmm. And D.A. playing the way he is and Book obviously being who he is, man, this is – it's 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 beautiful because now you're, you, you kind of dodged a couple bullets. You didn't give up on your pieces that, you know, a lot of people gave up on um, in D.A. And here we are. We're looking at a, a, a big-time center, the best two-guard in the league, <laughs> the, the, one of the best forwards to ever play this game – that's about to come in and one of the best point guards of all time yeah. coming. Holy shit, people. Holy crap. Yeah. Because tonight, Chris Paul had 19 assists. Now, can you imagine? Just imagine throwing Kevin Durant out there. Chris Paul will easily pretend like it wouldn't shock me if Chris Paul took uh, the leaderboard for most assists in a son's uniform. It's at 25, I believe. Uh, I, I'm going to go one step further. I think there's a very good chance that he could easily eclipse Scott Skiles' record for assists in an NBA game. I, th- I believe it's at 32 or 33. Uh, and uh, I think Chris Paul could do it with with DA, KD, and Book to pass to. Holy crap. How can you not? That feels like an, a, an easy 20 a game for him. Yeah. 
Like, this is the ideal situation for Chris Paul as well, because even going back to the start of the season, right, we wanted to take more off of his shoulders as far as 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 far as offense goes. Could you have asked for a better scenario than having Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and DeAndre in being assisted by Chris Paul all night? No. Just no. let him go out there and well, facilitate and pass the ball The only, re- the only in the best way he knows how? The only way that doesn't happen is what I fear is probably going to happen more likely is because you do have KD, you don't necessarily have to play Chris Paul as much as you play him now. But that could be also a really great thing. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, especially when you talk about the playoffs and trying to keep your guys rested. That rotation now is... <laughs> Is is beautiful, and now guys can can take a few minutes extra on the bench and come back a little bit more refreshed. I, man, it's it's great. It's great. Um, Chris Paul, his uh, 19 assists tonight were phenomenal. He had 10 in the first half, and those 10 first half assists marked his uh, first instance this season with 10 or more assists and a half, and is the 76th time in his career doing so. Uh, just so you guys are all aware, in case you do want to keep track of the assists that he notches this the rest of the season, his career high is 21, and he got that um, in 2007. So he had nine, 19 tonight. Like, there's a very good possibility he could have a new career high assist with yeah, this team for before sure. the end Especially of the season. against a really, really good team mm-hmm. where he is going to have to play a little bit more. Like, I could easily see that happening. Yeah. Not to mention, he also added in 17 points and five rebounds and two steals. Like, Chris (laughs) Paul had a fantastic night as well. I was worried about him hitting my 30-point PRA marker tonight. I He was the one that I had to worry about the least because he was the first one to get it. The first. Basically got it in the first half, so. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. And then, of course, we got to talk about D.A., DA also balled out tonight. He grabbed his 29th double-double of the season. He finished with 29 points and 11 rebounds. Oh, and also four steals and two blocks. I'm trying to tell you. I told you in the pregame, my boy was ready to cook tonight. He looked at Sabonis, and he was tired of all the shit talking (laughs) that everybody had Earlier in the season about, oh, they should have traded for Sabonis and got rid of D.A. And D.A. looked at Sabonis and was like, yeah, barbecue chicken. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, I have a serious question. Um, Do you think that there's like a weight lifted off of D.A.'s shoulders now that the trade deadline is coming gone? Uh, I don't know. At least for the rest of this season? I want to say yes, but no, because... He was he was balling out before the trade deadline. He was, I believe, over prior to coming into tonight's game. In the last fifteen games, he had eleven of them were double doubles that yes. he had. Yeah, he was he's been phenomenal. And they weren't like, oh, I got eleven and ten. They were like twenty five, fifteen, yeah. thirty and sixteen. Like he was balling his ass Let off. Let me so. see. I got your numbers right here. So entering into tonight's game, he was averaging twenty point nine points on fifty six percent from the field. And 11.8 rebounds in the last 15 games. I mean, that's exactly what you want from him. Yeah. So um, he's he's been balling at a very, very high level. And listen, he's a mismatch for Sabonis. Everybody talks about Sabonis. And Sabonis got him a couple times on the boards uh, just because Sabonis is a strong kid. Yeah. Uh, but DA is elite when it comes to his physical um, athleticism. And so he was showcased that tonight. That... The, the hook shot, the floater, the fadeaways, they were all cooking for him tonight. Um, I thought he was in total control, and I thought he played a very, very good game. And what's great about it is he played complimentary basketball. I will say this. There has been many times throughout DA's career where he would come back from injury or, you know, we'd be in the second half of the season and he'd come out and he'd play. And I'm like, bro, why do you look gassed in the first six minutes of this game? Like, how is that happening? That is gone now because he does not look like he's tired at all. Um, he looks like he has a lot of energy. Monty's also playing him longer. Mm-hmm. So in the first quarter, what used to happen is, is he would get to like the seven, eight minute mark of the quarter and it would be automatic. He would come out and then he wouldn't come back in until about the five or six minute mark of the second quarter. So it's basically almost a whole quarter of action would go by before DA would come back on the court. Now that that time is extending a little bit. Now we were reaching the nine, 10 minute mark of the first quarter. And he's coming back a little bit earlier to like the seven or eight minute mark now. And he's not now. Now we went from 12 minutes of actual game time 
to six. Right. And Which I, feel I like think is a huge game changer for Big him. time game changer because what? It keeps your rhythm. Yeah. It keeps your rhythm. It keeps you, you know, juiced, um, you know, and, and it keeps you into the game. And so I think that's made a big difference for him. Yeah, I agree. And then in addition to um, just everything that DA did offensively tonight, I think defensively was also a really solid game for DA too. Like that was one thing that we pointed out earlier on in the season that it seems like he had taken a step back defensively, but tonight especially, and we've seen this step up over the last handful of games as well, but tonight I feel like defensively DA was one of the leading charges of that in For this sure. game. He, he, didn't, he didn't force anything, but he was assertive when he saw the moment, and that's the thing is we talked about it way back. Uh, I, I believe it was against the Rockets at home. Oh, no, I'm sorry, the Raptors at home. He had, he had a good game. However, there was a couple plays in that game where he was too passive. And he, he, you could see that he could think, I need to get over there. Mm-hmm. But the, the mind to the body didn't work uh, very well. And that's, that does happen a lot of times when you're overthinking on the basketball court. DA did a fantastic job of overcoming that now. I feel like he's seeing things a lot easier and things are connecting for him. And he's getting back to that to that superstar status that we saw him um, uh, play with in in the in the playoffs two years ago and even last year um, to to some degree. So uh, I think this is this is a great opportunity for Da to to really get into a, such a great flow defensively because that's where he's going to pay off for this team. They're not necessarily going to need his offensive prowess. But if you if you get twenty and twenty five, you're probably blowing teams out if you have KD and DA is giving you twenty twenty five, and he's giving you ten to fifteen rebounds a game. Like it's over, it's over for the league if that happens. Um, but what you're banking on is his defensive prowess mm-hmm. on in the playoffs to be able to hold up against some of those you know that those dogs that you're going to have to face in 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 the postseason. But that's the thing though is that even though you're not relying on him, it's still going to come. DA is going to eat like just by nature yeah. of having Devin Booker and Kevin Durant on your team and in the starting lineup at the same time. Yeah. Like DA is just going to feast down low with those two guys on his team. A million percent. And that's, that's the most insane part too, is that it's like, it's going to be so interesting to see how teams approach defending the Suns now, at least from the starting unit. Right. Because how many times over the last handful of seasons have we seen guys, uh, teams blitz book, double team book, and you got to rely. We talked about how he has to trust his other teammates to take those shots, to defer to his other guys. Who Who is going to be the one that gets double teamed now? I mean, you can't. EJ talked about it like you can double team all you want. But if you double team, you're leaving another premier shooter open. You're leaving Chris Paul open to facilitate and, and even hit the mid range shot. Um, and worst of all. You're leaving DA one-on-one down low, and he can cook anybody in the league one-on-one. I'm sorry, down low. He can, especially if he's playing like this. I don't care if it's Embiid, Jokic, whatever. Like, he's got the confidence to do that. He just has to play with that assertiveness and know that he's one of those elite centers. If he plays like that, it's what are you going to do? You're right. Like, you got to pick your poison, but that poison's coming down your throat no matter what. (laughs) I like this comment from Eric in the chat. said, uh... DA watching KD go to work will make him elite. I honestly do agree with this comment. I think that DA being around, like not to say that Book isn't that guy, because I do still think Book's that guy, but there's there's kind of a difference, right? Like KD is a superstar. Book can become a superstar at some point in his le- in his time in the league, but KD is already a superstar. And I think having somebody of that stature come into your locker room and in your team makes you want to step up your game. Yeah. And a guy like DA is so impressionable based on the people around him. I think that this is going to be really good for him. Oh, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think, uh, you know, there's, there's great and then there's superstar and then there's like world-class. Mm-hmm. And when you look at guys like LeBron, when you look at guys like Giannis, you look at guys like Kevin Durant, those are like world-class premier athletes that transcend the game yeah. because there's there's not any one way you can try to cover them and guard them. Um, and they do so many things at such a high level that it's very, very hard um, to, to stop. Um, Devin Booker is just a notch below KD. He is he is great, if not elite, uh, but he hasn't hit that world class status yet. Mm-hmm. Where like you know he has those games every now and then where he's just he's just on fire. But I'm talking about like just 
taking over a game when you absolutely need a bucket. Like the NBA Finals was his opportunity to show that he was a world class talent. And you know, he's still he was still new to that and he's gonna grow into that part. And he's he's already started to since then. He's already started to dominate games at a much higher level than he ever did before. And so I have no doubt that once we get to the playoffs again, he's gonna have those opportunities again to showcase that he is really a world class athlete. And he's gonna come through this time. I have no doubt about that. But KD's gonna show him the ropes mm -hmm. because Chris Paul has had flashes. He's had flashes, but I'm telling you, it's just like there's nothing like watching Kevin Durant take over a game. There's just nothing like it. Yeah. Because there's not a fucking person on the entire planet in the history of the game that could stop Kevin Durant when he's hot. Yeah. But like, uh, you guys. I know, I know. <laughs> so awesome. It's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Like this is, I can't wait. Somebody in the chat was like, can we just skip all-star already? Like I'm ready for Katie to play. Same. This yeah. is going to be so crazy. Oh my God. You know, the only thing that would have made tonight even better is if when you were watching this game, you were also enjoying it while drinking a four peaks beer. That's the only thing yeah, that could have made tonight any better. If you were not watching this game with four peaks, what are you even doing with your life? You need to go to the store immediately or tomorrow. It's okay, I guess. I'll give you till tomorrow. And pick up some Four Peaks beer and get ready for Thursday night's game. Uh, Four Peaks is one of our favorite partners here. We do our last Wednesdays. Every last Wednesday of the month, we're out at Four Peaks, the entire crew here at PHNX, doing our shows live from their brewery down in Tempe. And it's a lot of fun. They have really good food. They have solid beer. So I'm going to need you to read yeah. this because I got a cough. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a cough. Uh, listen, the, it's the, it's one of the greater places that you can go to enjoy your beer. Uh, and make sure you go and don't have a cold or a sneeze on you. So uh, listen, they just released their son's brew. It's phenomenal. Do you need a tissue? Are you good? Oh, I'm okay. Okay. Got you know when it starts to like itch and tickle in your throat and you're um, dying? Yeah, so so they got the Suns Brew. They got the Dank IPA now that they just released. Uh, go down to the A Street yeah. Pub. It's one of the best places you can go to watch a game. They have tremendous food. And their food, unlike a lot of these other sports bars around that just never change their menu because it's just the same carbon copy shit that you see everywhere, they change their menu. And their menu is seasonal. So they have new items on their menu all the time based on the year. Like, so I think the last time I went or like the two times ago when we went, we had French onion. They didn't have the French onion this time. This time they had like a, a nacho uh, and chili, green chili uh, pizza, which was phenomenal, too. So, yeah, check yeah, it out. And you must fun. be 21 or older to enjoy yes, responsibly. Please do. Um, all right. So <laughs> uh, everyone in the chat who's like, you better go get a rapid test. I did. OK, I did, too, <laughs> just to double check. Paris, stop. Um, <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm going to throw this out there one more time. I'm really mad that I went to exactly zero Super Bowl waste management things last week, and I'm the only one at PHNX who got sick. So uh, not fair. Anyway, let's name our draft king king of the game. Tonight, we've got kings. That's right. The kings. A whole bunch of kings. We are giving side? it to Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. We're going to throw him in there, too. <laughs> They all combined for 78 points, 23 assists, and we're a plus 54. Let's go. Hot damn, y'all. This is going to be such a fun remainder of the season. I'm so excited for this. And here's the thing. Like, as much as I really loved watching Devin out there tonight, I also was very upset watching Devin out there tonight because oh, why is that? I, I made a same game parlay mm -hmm. for our DraftKings picks, okay? Uh -huh, uh -huh. I was atop the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. I thought I took a very safe same game parlay yeah. by taking the Suns to win. Chris Paul, three or more rebounds. And Devin, two or more threes. I thought that was pretty safe, too. I thought it was a super safe bet at a plus 180. Are you kidding me? 100% thought that would hit. But no, Devin had other plans. No threes in those plans, that's for sure. Unfortunately, though, for all of us. Pull them up, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Saul took what I thought was kind Suck of a wild same-game parlay. It. He had PRA for book, CP3, and DA for like 25 to 30 points to eat PRA 30, each. 30, 30, something like 30, that. 30 PRA for Chris Paul, 
35 for Chris, uh, for uh, Devin Booker and for DeAndre Aiden. They all hit, and I had the Suns money line. Let's fucking yeah. Go. So now that means Saul is at the top. Daddy's home, baby. Daddy's home. With two hundred four dollars and thirteen cents, <laughs> I am in the middle now at one sixty five fifty four, and Espo is at the bottom with one forty four. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Gosh, you guys, this is you the guys, worst. You guys in the chat couldn't see it, but Saul was actually just hitting a milli rock right there. Let's so. go. The absolute worst. Man, oh my I wish, god. I wish Mr. Shit Talker over here was I know, here. Right? Because he was like, doesn't matter. You're still in last place. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, guess who's in last place now? Espo. Oh, my gosh. I'm so upset. This is so. so I know he's watching this. I'm I know so he upset. is. Anyway, listen, I'll tell you what, though. If you make bets with your friends, like bets of bets that you put on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, makes things a hell of a lot more fun when you're watching the Suns. And if you have not already downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, right now is a great time to do so. But sign up with that code PHNX because new customers who use that code can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets real, instantly. Real quick, for Priscilla in the chat, yeah. I appreciate your comment, Priscilla. And you're right. Let's explain exactly what we're talking about here. So... Tonight, oh, okay, okay. tonight, um, I placed a bet. It's a parlay, which means you can pick more than one bet and and then accumulate those odds, and then you can place one dollar amount for all those odds to hit. And if they all hit, you get a, a, a basically a higher odds yeah. is what it is. So, so, like for me, my PRA today, the reason why I call it safe is because all the things that I selected on my same game parlay, not PRA, sorry, mm -hmm. my same game parlay, were all minus odds, yeah. which means you you don't win a whole bunch of money. But when you put them all together, then it goes into the plus odds yeah. because more things happen. But if happen. even one misses, you lose the entire yeah, thing. But if right. one part of that parlay misses, then you lose out on your bet. Cough, cough, well, in, this in this instance, um, we, I had a PRA, which means uh, points, rebounds, and assists. And whatever that total number is, um, that's that's what that number would be. So for me, I had Chris Paul 30 PRA, which means points, rebounds, assists. He had more than that all combined. Same thing for 35 for DA and Devin Booker each. And those hit. And then the Suns money line. Money line means just straight up whoever wins. If you pick the Suns to win and you win, that's the money line. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah, so um, again, that's code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We do have a couple super chats here. Uh, first from Trevor. Trevor, thank you so much for your super chat. Said, this team looking sexy tonight on Valentine's Day. Man, adding KD to the mix is going to be crazy. Can we skip the All-Star? I want to see them all play. So Trevor was the person in the chat that yeah. I was like, somebody said this. Thank <laughs> you, Trevor. We appreciate you. Um, and I'll retweet that. I would love to skip All-Star just to see KD play. But it'll be here soon enough. It, it will it'll be. be here soon enough. Uh, and then we got another super chat from Espo's Burner. Thank you so much for your super chat said, I think a Katie trade deserves a Saul hug HR approved, but S was not here to give Saul a hug. Well, and, and listen, and uh, I'm sick, so we probably shouldn't be hugging uh, yeah, at this and, point. And, and also stop with the hugs. No. Saul isn't hugging give, anybody. Give Espo Saul's a hug. Saul's a solo ride. Give Espo a hug. Well, plus they might try to pickpocket you guys now or pickpocket yeah, you now. It's true. I mean, you're just loaded. It's true. Me and I all can. my winnings. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to give some love tonight. It's been mentioned in the chat quite a few times to Josh Okogie. Yes, Josh Okogie, this is his third straight incredibly solid game. He started Friday night. He started tonight. This is his third start of the entire season. But Josh Okogie held it down. He finished with 19 points. He had six rebounds, three assists. I'm going to go out and say it because I know Twitter and the chat is already saying it and asking the question. Should Josh Okogie be the fifth starter moving forward? I mean, he he just might be. He just might be. Um, it just depends on uh, where Kevin Durant is uh, physically and how he where he feels comfortable being. But he could play the three or the four. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, listen, KD could play one through five. To be honest with you, like he's that good. Um, and so with Josh Okogie, I would love to see that. Listen, this is Josh Okogie's role in the playoffs. Whoever is is the the biggest pest that is under six foot six, that's your guy. Mm -hmm. That's your guy. Like so, if we play the Nuggies, 
I want I want him to put some barbecue sauce all over freaking Jamal Murray and cook his ass. I mean, like that's it. You lock him up or as best as you can, and you make it a problem. That's what Josh Okogi is going to do in the playoffs. He's going to be our Pat Bev. He's yeah. going to be our nuisance. He's going to be our problem. He's going to be our Jay Crowder this year in the playoffs. He's going to do the dirty work, and I love to see it. I'm excited for Josh Kogi. He has really grown mm-hmm. over the course of this season and added things to his game. He's no more, uh, no longer uh, a strict liability from the perimeter. He can actually hit the Josh Kogi knocked down three-point three shooter, three shooter in the year Josh Kogi knocked down three-point shooter. Let's, Let's go. freaking go. Let's At go. Gerald Borgay. Can I just say <laughs> that Shane and I have been manifesting Josh Kogi into a knockdown three-point shooter since the start of this season. Every time he hits a three, you can count on Mm -hmm. me or Shane or both of us yelling out at the top of our lungs, Josh Okogie knocked down three-point shooter. It's finally coming. Yep. It's coming, y'all. It's here. Sure is. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> he played great tonight. I, lo- I loved I loved what he brought to the table. His energy is always infectious. Yeah. See, that's what Eldon pointed out in the chat. Eldon said the hustle doesn't fully show up on the stat sheet. Okogie was incredible tonight. That's the thing that stands out the most about Josh Okogie is it doesn't matter who we're playing. It doesn't matter how far behind we are in the game. It doesn't matter how many minutes he's played. He is going to have the same level of energy every single night. He is always going to give all the hustle in the world. Like You want to talk about who is the Dan Marley Hustle Award winner this year? It's Josh Kogi. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't even be a contest. Yeah, he's been he's been the that guy. I I also can we also say like how many times it was beautiful to watch the Suns dive on the floor for loose balls tonight. Like I just felt like they were all over the place. Um, you know, trying to what what happened? What, what are we? Somebody's making fun of my uh, Taco Bell cup. <laughs> They're like, did you order a Mexican pizza? Yes, yeah, Saul and I had Taco Bell. I also today. I put a poll in the chat if you guys want to vote on it. Uh, what's the poll? Is Josh Okogie a knockdown three point shooter? Sixty four percent so far say yes. Yeah, of course. Vote the, vote in the poll. Yeah. I did. Uh, well, not you. <laughs> oh no, but I, I cheated. I, I want I want the yes for Josh Okogie. So yeah, I mean, like, like like I said, everybody's playing well together. They they they're diving on the ground for loose balls. Um, they're getting grimy when they need to. And listen. The sacri- Maybe this is why Book was kind of pumped up because he could probably see the Kings and kind of ID himself in their position a little bit in terms of a team that that all of a sudden is kind of surprising everybody. Um, they're a team on the rise right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing well together. And Book was like, mm, before you get too excited, uh, let me let me show you who the real dogs are in the West. <laughs> and they had to flex on them and put them back in their place. So yeah. um, it was a good story, Kings. But uh, let's just drop it down a notch and let the Suns come back to the number two spot. <laughs> I, um, I'm i really happy for Josh Jacoby. Like, coming into the season, I don't think anybody ever would have had it on their bingo card. Are we going to even ask the question if Josh Jacoby should be the fifth starter? Like, I don't think that was a thought in really anybody's mind. No, but I, it is now. Yeah, and I that's mean, amazing. He should be so proud of himself. But because and then think about the bench unit that you're going to have especially if Terrence Ross comes over. T.J. Warren didn't play very much tonight, but you can see he's still got those scoring abilities. Like, he's still a high-level scorer. T.J. Buckets back in the house, Um, and you're going to have campaign leading that second unit at some point. You don't know what's going to happen with Landry Shamit, so whatever. Um, Torrey Craig back on the bench instead of as a Mm -hmm. starter, so he'll conserve his legs and give you that energy that you desperately need off the bench. Um, And then you throw in Jock, Biz, as as the five. Um, Terrence Ross, whenever he gets here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Terrence Ross as as well. So you got a solid bench unit. When when the trade happened, I think we're all like, oh, but what's going to be on the bench? That's a little dicey. Oh, no, we're we're good. We're good. Yeah. Man. That's that's insane. How we can change so many things. (laughs) How the turntables. All right. Well, you brought up TJ Warren. Let's talk about him. We got some first looks tonight. Uh, TJ Warren being one of them. He only played seven minutes, but in those seven minutes, he had five points and he had two rebounds and a steal. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, I think Monty's going to ease these guys <laughs> in, into their roles. Um, it's it's going to take a little bit. Um, it's uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to we're going to ease these guys into their roles and 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 see what they're all about. Uh, I don't think TJ has ever played for Monty or on a on a coaching staff that's had money on it. 
So there's a learning process there with him. Same thing with Baisley. We didn't see him at all tonight. No. Um, so we'll see what, what happens um, after a little while. But um, I, I have no doubt that at some point, TJ is going to be averaging about 15 minutes a game at some point. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if TJ um, wasn't one of the first guys off the bench moving forward. Or, or at some point in time, right? Maybe not in the near near future because I know Monty is a system guy. I know that he also wants to ease these guys in without throwing too much at them all at one time. He's talked about that every time a new player comes to this team. Um, but I think at some point in time, I, will, I wouldn't be surprised if TJ was the first or second guy off the bench. Yeah, I mean, sense. that wouldn't be a sh- shock. Um, Terrence Ross, campaign. I mean, Damian Lee, like... You just do hockey substitutions I mean, at this point. I mean, why not? Let's we'll see what it is. Yep. Um, all right. So we also got our first kind of look at Kevin Durant. We got our first look at Kevin Durant on the Suns bench, well, which sure. was pretty cool. Um, we also got uh, to see him chop it up with CP3. We got to see him sitting right next to D Book and DeAndre Ayton. I don't know about you, but that was um, that was kind of like that's when it really felt real. Was when we saw KD on the sidelines. Yeah, tonight. I mean that, that made it real, real. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like he's he's not a figment of our imagination. He's he's actually here. Like yeah. he's sitting next to Chris Paul, and they're chatting about what's going on on the court. Uh, thanks for, to our our friend of the program, Veronica Suns Two fan on Twitter. If you don't know, uh, for these pictures, but it's literally Kevin Durant sitting next to Chris Paul, and they're talking about the game. And man, you love to see it. Yeah, you really love to you see do. it. Um, what everybody you know what else we love to see we love to see in the darkness beyond the light there shall only be one welcome you or not oh no we okay, lost we just, him we Gerald Borgay how here. disappointing he's he, gonna be here in just yeah, a minute he's here yeah? no, he's here? no he's here oh, he's awesome. just you know we're there you go. There we go. What's up, Gerald? There I am. How much? How about you guys? Oh, you know, we're just over here having a blast talking about how amazing this game was and how much uh, adding Kevin Durant is going to be even better. Gerald, ask me who's at the top of the leaderboard in bets. Oh, my God. No way. Did you Let's pass go! <laughs> Gerald is the worst. It's the worst. Oh, that is tough. The I'm only sorry, thing Linz. that makes it better is that at least we had a really solid game tonight. So, because if it was a loss and Saul took over, oh God, I would have just left. I would have had to just leave. Anyway, uh, Gerald, when you came in, we were talking about seeing Kevin Durant on the bench tonight and how that made it feel real to us, right? What was it like being in the arena with Kevin Durant on the bench? I know at one point in time they did introduce him. What was the reaction like from the crowd? Yeah, I'll be honest. It was pretty surreal, and it's something Book spoke to at Shootaround this morning. He was saying, you know, just being around greatness, being around a guy of that caliber, it's not really something you can put into words until you've been around it and felt it. And um, I think I speak for myself and pretty much everyone in the arena tonight that he wasn't even on the court. And you could still feel the excited buzz in the building about it. Um, you know, I walked out of the tunnel late to go up to my seat and just to see him on the bench and acknowledging the crowd. Everyone has their phones out. It was like, you know, glimpsing a rock star in the 60s, like walking past the tour bus. Um, it was really incredible. And then obviously he's getting acknowledged on the Jumbotron. And that was one of the loudest cheers of the night. He got two ovations tonight. TJ Warren got one. Um, and then you couple that with all of the energy and and the intense play that these guys were showing out there. It, it just had a heightened atmosphere and a heightened sense of like, all right, this is it's go time. Like Josh Okoge said at shoot around earlier today, it was really cool to to witness. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it was pretty cool for us to watch on TV and see you know him on the bench. And when they did announce him, uh, I thought it was pretty. Fun. I was waiting for him to you know you know kind of do this. No, it was just. <laughs> just nice small, just, all right let's just, let's just carry on uh he's not a big fan of the attention uh but uh he's on our team and it's phenomenal especially after you watch this team perform the way they did tonight especially the big three uh we it's funny you trade a couple pieces away and all of a sudden it's like holy shit this team's like really really good and they're only gonna get better yeah. uh what was your takeaway from how the big three 
finally all played a high level game stat wise, especially together at the same time, all three of them. Yeah, like I said, I think there was an excitement as far as like obviously last week was emotionally tough for a lot of these guys losing, you know, beloved teammates like Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. It was an emotional roller coaster for them, but now it's time to turn the page and obviously look forward to the next chapter and just having Kevin Durant in the building for the first time and the fans, the excited buzz, I, I think it got everybody's energy levels amped up and I think that's what we saw tonight. That was that was a very uh, poignant message from the Suns, like we're a damn good team and we're about to add Kevin Durant. Um, they just beat the number three team in the West and moved within one game of the three spot. So this was a big win for them. They've won 11 of their last 14. It feels like they're hitting a groove and they're about to add one of the 12 to 15 best players of all time uh, to their roster. So it was really exciting. It was cool to see DA handling that physicality and attacking and book being super productive despite being on the minutes restriction tonight and then chris paul just orchestrating everything setting guys up and kind of filling the role that he's going to fill once kevin durant is out there because in truth they don't need him to score a ton but if he can facilitate the way that he did tonight and hit shots when he gets them like this offense is going to be impossible to stop uh gerald i just want to talk to you real quick about knockdown three-point shooter josh akogi and how he stepped up (laughs) as of late uh, yes. One, can we officially say in the year of 2023, Josh Kogi is a knockdown three-point uh, shooter? In the year of our Lord, 2023, okay? In the year of our Lord, 2023, Josh Kogi is a knockdown three-point shooter. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> you love to see it, kids. You love to see it. In addition to that, Gerald, the question is already being asked in the chat on Twitter. Should Josh Akogi be the fifth starter moving forward? What do you think? It's an interesting question, and it's one I will probably be writing about this week because Monty and some of the guys had a lot of interesting things to say about the void that he's trying to fill as far as the point of attack defense that Mikhail left behind. He can definitely help there in terms of allowing Chris Paul to take maybe an easier assignment and Devin Booker or Kevin Durant to not have to worry about guarding the opposing best wing. Um, there is the size issue, and I think it might be a matchup-based thing moving forward as far as Tory Craig versus Josh Okogie for that starting job. But you look at the way that Okogie's been able to produce with this starting five, and they don't even have KD yet. Um, he's making a very strong case to be that fifth starter um, because even if his shot does not fall at the rate that it has been lately, he's a guy that will attack, and he's a guy that you have those other four guys, they can easily compensate for whatever he's lacking on that end, and defensively, he's definitely going to make up for it. So there is a strong case for him to be that fifth starter. Um, I I would prefer if Monty decides on one of them and then moves forward with them because you're running out of time to kind of develop that rhythm, but again, that's something we can worry about after the All-Star break once they get their, their big acquisition back. Um, was that a girth tease that you just had? I believe so. I, I don't know if we've coined that phrase yet, but oh, yes, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> it's it's Valentine's Day, baby. You just got teased by girth. Oh, Let's man. go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I have for you, uh, Gerald, is um, obviously TJ Warren come, coming back to, to Phoenix, um, his first game in the Suns uniform in, in about four or five years. What, what did you think about his his performance? But more importantly, what did Monty have to say about, um, you know, his potential role as we move forward? I know there's going to be a little bit of, uh, you know, figuring things out and testing certain lineups and, and things of that nature. Yeah, I think Monty's been kind of noncommittal about the roles that TJ Warren and Darius Baisley might play moving forward. Um, you know, we asked him before the game about that type of thing. And he was saying, look, you guys ask us about these guys, but the truth is like, there's only so many minutes to go around. We have a lot of guys on this team that have been here and have played well. Um, and we also don't want to overwhelm these new guys with what we're trying to do. They've only been here for a couple of days. They don't know all the plays yet on either end, all the schemes. Um, so this is something that might take a little bit longer than people would expect. Obviously, Baisley didn't get in there tonight. I think Warren does have a role to fill on this team just because he's a walking bucket off the bench, and that's a useful thing to have. Uh, We saw it in glimpses tonight. He was a little timid on offense, trying to kind of find his spots. Um, He did have that nice corner three and then another turnaround jumper that kind of showed what he can do in the mid-range. But I think it might take some time for him to carve out a role. 
Um, and I think people that were expecting to see Baisley might be a little disappointed. Like I said, he feels like a guy that's going to have to really work to find his way, find a spot in this rotation. Uh, the only other thing I have for you, Gerald, is I feel like it's official. It's like official to be able to say that Devin is 100% healthy now. I know he it's, he seemed like he was not timid, but just slowly easing into playing again in the last couple of games we saw him in. But tonight it was like no hesitation whatsoever. It was Devin Booker like we've always known and loved Devin Booker. Do you feel like he's fully healthy and feels fully comfortable? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think he had, what, 32 points in 30 minutes. Um, he was super productive in that minutes restriction. I think it was capped at 30, obviously. Um, he just looked great, especially with some of the burst he had on those dunks in transition. Um, and you could tell he was fired up. He was obviously feeling the buzz that I was talking about with Kevin Durant being in the building, but it just felt like a kind of welcome back moment. That's something DA said. He said he felt those dunks were uh, a welcome back sign from, from book, um, and just how fired up he was and getting on people's cases early in the game and everything. He was like, yeah, books, books back to his norm. Um, and, and Book was saying after the game, you know, early in the recovery process, he kind of lost himself in that recovery mode and, and made peace with it. Um, there was a lot of leg and strength conditioning and training that went into that. Um, but he was saying, you know, he was asked how he felt and he was smiling after asked about the dunks. And he was saying, yeah, I, I feel a lot fresher than I did. So I think that rust is gone. And I think the, uh, the best two guard in the NBA is back now. Um, we we do have uh, Jock Landell coming into studio tomorrow. But what I want to ask you before you go is, if you had to make a prediction in terms of Ish Wainwright, Saban Lee um, com being converted to to a full contract instead of the two way that they're on right now, especially considering Ish uh, didn't do himself any favors tonight by missing a lot of open shots, um, would you say that they would quote unquote promote one of those two? Or do you see them trying to make a run at one more player on the open market? I think they're going to make a run at a player on the open market. But and who honestly, is that player that you think they might run on? That I have no idea. There's Come too on. many options to narrow it down. I wrote about this all last week. If you want to go check it out, go look at the buyout candidates on gophnext.com. Oh, so, some of them are still We left. just want you to tell us, Gerald. I can't predict the future, but <laughs> I do think there is a strong case to be made for either one of these guys to be converted. I know Saban Lee has kind of been down the last couple of weeks, but he had a really great game tonight, and they need a reliable ball handler who can put pressure on the rim. He's done that, and he defends his ass off. And then Ish Wainwright, you could also make the case for him. You know, they still have their taxpayer mid-level exception, so they could use that as our uh, Australian correspondent friend David Nash wrote on Twitter, they could use that to sign him to a cheap multi-year extension and keep him around. Um, so we'll see what they wind up doing with it. They, they do have a lot of options and they do have the all-star break to kind of mold what they want to do. But obviously his last game of availability on that two-way contract is Thursday. And even though he didn't play well tonight, Wainwright has played really well the last three or four games um, and Monty has said, you know, we, we haven't really even thought about his availability because he's just been a useful player. He's really helped us out during these injury riddled stretches. So uh, they definitely like Ish. I don't know what they're going to do because honestly, it's unpredictable at this point. Gerald, awesome. Gerald, I just want you to know that I'm wearing socks right now and they say you're special. <laughs> Thank you, Saul. That's the message I needed, especially from your socks. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, thank you so much for calling in and bringing us all of the news and notes and information from the Footprint Center. We appreciate you. Absolutely. You guys have a good one. <laughs> all right. We got a couple super chats, but first, uh, we're about to round out the show here in just a few minutes. Um, I am personally going to go home and I'm going to have one of those sleepy time OGs gummies. Let's go. The scratch Man. made THC gummies from our friends over at OGs. Yes. They help specifically with falling and staying asleep. And if anybody in this building or on hanging out with us right now could use a good night's sleep. It is me right here. Um, hopefully I can sleep like 12 hours tonight. That would oh, be the you dream. Can. If you take one of those sleepy time gummies, that's what night, I'm going to aim for. I'm going to aim oh, for yeah. 12 hours tonight. Hopefully wake up tomorrow. 
uh, feeling a lot better, feeling refreshed. Uh, if you guys want to check out our friends at OGs, you can head on over to OGsBrands.com. You can find them at your local dispensary. Also, their strawberries and cream happy balance uh, gummy is hitting the shelves soon. So be on the lookout for that. But all, as always, you have to be 21 years or older to enjoy. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Uh, I was out of waste management last week and it was phenomenal. Uh, and I saw a lot of Bad Birdie merch out there. And if you haven't gotten your hands on some, you should be doing that right now. There's no reason to wait. I, it, it's golf season right yeah. now. Let's go throw on your best and brightest. Come out to our next tea party, which is next month. We'll drop that here in a little while. Um, and uh, grab some Bad Birdie merch. They just dropped six different polos, three different quarter zips, a couple different hats. They got beautiful colors and different styles like just go get your stuff and save yourself 15 percent by going to uh and using promo code phnx underscore sports 15 yes. it's that simple throw that shit on it's gonna look dope as fuck on you i promise absolutely um okay a couple super chats first one from manuel thank you so much for your super chat said if the phnx suns played 4v4 would y'all be the itty bitty midi committee i shoot threes so no i would not I would have to be. I don't think I could consistently knock my, down threes. My mid-range game is lethal. Oh, yeah. okay. My yeah. granny shots are pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've seen Gerald play basketball, and he's definitely a low post guy. Uh, and then we got another super chat. This one's from Icon. Icon, thank you. Said, why was Katie dressed like he was Will Smith's dad on Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> why don't he love me, man? <laughs> I love that. I can't you let KD wear whatever KD wants to wear. Also, everyone in the chat giving me grief about my Santa Claus outfit. Oh, you look like fucking Krampus. I love my Santa Claus outfit. Everyone's like, is it really that cold for you there, Lindsay? Like, listen, this thing is like thin as all get out. It just looks cozy and warm. I mean, it is pretty cozy and warm, but it's not like super thick. A lot of sheep died for you to look that good. <laughs> And also, <laughs> as you can clearly tell if you've made it through this show, I'm a little under the weather. So I just wanted to wear something warm and cozy and a big old hood. So I don't know. But I love my Santa Claus sweatshirt. Anyway, uh, one final thing uh, that was really fun on Twitter. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Right. Oh, one fun thing that we saw on Twitter today, uh, Chris and Phoenix tagged us in this. It was a tweet from Vic Lombardi that said, okay, the story gets better every day. My buddy, a huge Nuggets fan, runs a local mortgage company. He wasn't happy when mortgage king Matt Ishbia bought the Suns and traded for Kevin Durant. So Jeff sent Ishbia a tersely worded letter and today, Ishbia responded, what a great sense of humor. So here's what Matt emailed Ishbia, okay? Oh, not Matt, sorry. Here's what uh, Jeff, Jeff emailed Matt. Jeff yeah. emailed Matt, okay? I have thoroughly enjoyed working with UWM over the past several years. UWM is the best wholesale mortgage company I have ever sold loans to in my 25 plus years of being an originator. My account rep, Chris is one of the best in the business. That is what makes this breakup email so hard, but I have no choice. <laughs> After yesterday's trade for Kevin Durant, I can no longer sell loans to UWM. I'm a diehard Nuggets fan. You have to put a serious roadblock, or no, you have put a serious roadblock to my plans for a parade in downtown Denver this coming June. You have only owed the you have only owned the Suns for a week. The only way to save my massive volume of loans to UWM is to immediately void the trade. Tell the Nets he didn't pass the physical or something like that. Otherwise, I have no choice. You are now the enemy. And I was thinking about coming to UWM live. Anyone have Rocket's phone number? To which Matt Ishbia responded. LOL. Appreciate the nice words, Jeff. Hopefully can move past this and continue our great partnership. We can discuss in person at UWM Live in May. Thanks for the nice words about Chris and our team. <laughs> um, I thought this was super cute because the fact that Matt Ishbia understands how fun and like playful this quote unquote breakup email was and leaned into it instead of thinking this was like inappropriate because it's not in the basketball space i really love that oh no i mean like you can't take this shit seriously like listen that's that's what makes matt ishby a, a great ambassador for for this team and, and really the sport because he understands it it's easy to understand it when you've played 
and and yeah. you were on a, a you know a high level basketball team when you were in college, and obviously you have great relationships in the game, and and you understand that the people that you work with, even though they're all mortgage people, uh, they're sports fans too. Exactly. It's okay to just you know give somebody a hard time a little bit here and there, and oh man, I'll tell you what, if this doesn't show you that we are a far cry from Robert Sarver, I don't know what will because oh, this yeah. is two completely different ends of the spe- spectrum. Um, and so hey, I'll say this about Matt Ishbia, um, not really knowing him. Um, and we're starting to get to know him. We're starting to learn more and more about him. Um, I don't think anybody could have come in and knocked it out of the park the way this guy did in the first week of owning this team. It's been phenomenal. Uh, we've, we're all fucking lucky because he just pulled off one of the greatest deadline, uh, trade deadline trades of all time. And we're the benefactors of it. And he might have fucked around and got us a championship. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet, obviously. But, man, it's it's much it's much happier on this side of the fence than it, it was really on the is. other side. I promise it you that. It really is. Uh, Brittany also said what's funny is that the quote-unquote J that was in that email that I didn't read is what happens when you put smiley faces in emails. So that's even better. He put a smiley face emoji in there, too. True. I love that he has a really good um, sense of humor. He finds... The joy in all of this, which I think is something that was missing from the Suns organization for a very long time. Like owning a basketball franchise, a basketball team should be fun, right? Even if you're going through the down years, um, like the Suns were for quite a while when Robert Tarver was here, you still got to understand that it's got, it's fun and you're very lucky to be able to own an NBA team. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that that should be the approach just in general, right? Like, it's it, it matters how you treat people. I think he loves he loves the aspect of treating, you know, of of meeting and treating people um, the way he would want to be treated from, yeah. from what I can tell and from everything that I've heard. I have a couple friends that actually work for UWM that I didn't even know work for UWM, and they have nothing but great things to say about that organization. Um, and so you, you hope that that bleeds over here and I have no doubt that it will. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said before, you know, we have so many friends, uh, and colleagues that we used to work with or still work with over at the Suns that just deserved better in terms of the environment that they have yeah. to work in. Um, and it's nice to, to, to think that it, that is going to change for them and they're all going to be happy about that. And, um, I'm excited. Listen, when you're dealing with people, um, you have to understand there's one fundamental consistent amongst all of them. They just want to be treated fair and they want to be treated with respect. Yeah. And I think that that's what this guy's all about. I hope that's what he's all about. Um, and he's all about winning too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. That, that's like, a big thing. Hey, like you're not going to get disrespected, but you might not have a job for very long if you're not producing. Yeah. And there's a big difference there. And, and, and a lot of people don't understand that like all because he likes me doesn't mean that I'm going to be around forever. I can be his best friend, but if I suck at selling mortgages, guess what? I'll be the next one out the door. Well, hey, I can be his best friend, but if I'm supposed to be putting up 25 and 10 every game and I'm giving you eight and three, I'm on my way out the door too. We shall see, Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. We'll probably hear from him again on Thursday or at least see him in the building on Thursday because that's when we are getting our introductory press conference with Kevin Durant, which is going to be insane i i like that's i don't even know but all i know is that thursday come hang out with us for the pregame show and postgame show uh as the suns prepare to take on the clippers we will have a show tomorrow 3 p.m jock landale will be in the house um but i want to remind you guys that thursday is the last game for the suns before the all-star break and if you're looking to head on out and catch a game before ticket prices probably go through the roof once kevin durant is healthy and playing again Check out our friends over at Game Time. Game Time, you can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. They have tickets to sporting events. They have tickets to concerts. Anywhere you want to go, the Game Time app is the place to be. And the best way to support us here at PHNX is by buying your tickets through the link in the description of this show. It's here on YouTube. It is on whatever podcast platform you listen to podcasts on. It's in the description of everything. Like You can find it literally anywhere. Um, so check it out. Yeah. Also, uh, she she mentioned tickets. Um, but if you didn't get your tickets for our takeover, yeah. guess what? You're kind of F now because we sold out in a day. Uh, they're all gone. They're mm-hmm. all gone. And so we're going to have a phenomenal time watching KD play against the Orlando Magic. Um, it's going to be fun. And uh, when we put these things out, 
Sometimes they go fast. Sometimes they don't. This one went fast because guess what? Everybody wants to see KD. And this is a pretty good ticket to get. So uh, yeah. well, hopefully we'll have some more. I think we will. But heck, who knows? So, uh, And then on top of that, we just have so many other things that are coming about. And you get the benefit of it. If you become a member, yeah, members saved members saved twenty dollars coming to our our takeover um, just because they were a diehard. Like, take advantage of that and become mm-hmm. a member. It only costs you seventy nine dollars for the whole year, and you get twenty percent off of just about everything we have. To and offer. a free shirt when you sign up. And too. a free shirt when you sign up, yeah. so you can get uh, the new uh, Valley. Uh, Valley Reaper. Valley Reaper. The Valley Reaper yeah. shirt, which is phenomenal. It's so. pretty dope. Anyway, check it all out. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. We appreciate you on your way out. If you're here on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like button. It's super easy and it helps us out a lot. So thank, thank do you. that. Thank you for toughing this one out. <laughs> I mean, I did my best. That was dope. I'm really sorry for coughing and sniffling in your guys' right. ears. I tried to turn the mic away from me as much as I could. I muted you for the most But part. obviously Espo is not here tonight and Gerald's at the Footprint Center. I couldn't leave Saul on an island all by oh, himself. Solo Saul show? Let's go. Maybe one day, but I wasn't going to let it happen <laughs> It'll just be today. Shane and I just fucking rocking it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sure you guys would have a lot of blast. Or a, a blast. A lot of fun. Anyway, I got to go home. I got to go to bed. Thank you guys again for joining us. We appreciate you as always. Don't forget, again, tomorrow, 3 p.m., Jock Landale will be in the house. Until tomorrow, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. Can I, can I do this? Yeah, of course. You got to take us home. <laughs> Listen, winning's fun, but it's funner when you beat your friends. Let's go. Lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control, and he ain't never going to let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team moved like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down.